0: This is The Gum Guru with Dr. Macon Singletary from North Raleigh Periodontics. This is a show about keeping your teeth and gums healthy and how a healthy smile affects your overall health. Today's episode is called, Are You or a Loved One Missing Teeth? Comparing Overdentures, Implants, and Bridges. Welcome to The Gum Guru Podcast with Dr. Macon Singletary. I'm Jason Kong. Thank you so much for joining us. And as you just heard, we're going to be talking about options for those with missing teeth. And Dr. Singletary, this can be something that, of course, people have to deal with, and we may not have fully explored all the options available to us to fix that issue.
1: Yes, it's, and it can be complicated, but I'd, I'd like to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to go through your meal and and eat as efficiently as you can, we're getting missing teeth replaced in a in a great way. But yes, there are um, there are many options available for people to have missing teeth, and beauty's in the eye of the beholder. You know, we'll always tell patients, you know, it's what you want. It's not necessarily what somebody around you wants, and so you sort of have to assess where you are, why you are at this position with missing teeth, and what can you do.
0: Yeah, and it can have a, a- Tremendous impact. I mean, you just mentioned food. It can keep us from eating some of the foods that we love to enjoy. And we may be afraid to smile be more self-conscious about our smile. And, you know, that has a, a, an emotional and a mental impact on people.
1: Definitely. And, you know, that's, that's the key, and everybody's different. So when somebody comes in to see me and they're, they have missing teeth, and, you know, I assess several things. The medical history, why did they lose their teeth, What would the future tell? And, you know, I'm seeing a snapshot of the patient, what the movie picture is going to look like. just varies from person to person, depends on medical history. Some people come in and they, you know, they want the Taj Mahal. They want all on fours and fixed, you know, the men missing teeth. And they want something they don't have to take out at night. And that's a great goal. But the question would be, why did they lose the teeth to begin with? And, you know, was it recurrent decay? Was it periodontal disease? Was it medication? But there's always a way to fit a functional, looking good device or replacement uh, for anybody. It's just a matter of what that person wants to tolerate and feel good about. Um, You can do uh, an overdenture if you're completely dentulous. An overdenture means there are a couple of implants in the upper or lower that the denture fits on. And gives it retention, and it still comes out at night. There is just plain dentures, you know, that which if you got enough bone, that could be done. If you go from dentures to overdentures to okay, you got some teeth, you do you do partials. Now the, um, it's unfortunate this day and age that <clears throat> the partial way of replacing missing teeth is you got some teeth there that you can attach a device to. It's not a complete, it just replaces two or three missing teeth. You take it out at night. It's an inexpensive way to go. If you got sound teeth, it's a good way to go and it, it doesn't cost as much money. But the key is the foundation to begin with. You know, are the teeth good? Are they periodontally sound? Um, the third way to go is implants. Uh, uh, it, it, for the rep- missing teeth. You know, if you got one or two here, replace it with implants or bridges. Um, then you go from, you know, I'm replacing missing teeth to, I want them to look better, you know. And is that something that you want to do necessarily? You may be opening Pandora's box. You got, you eating okay. They look okay. And, you know, somebody says, well, I got a little recession here. What do I do with that? And so trying to, help the patient through the options of replacing, looking good, it, it just varies from person to person. You, you sort of got to fit, you know, their desire with what's, you know, why did they have the problem to begin with?
0: Speaking of having the problem to begin with, you know, sometimes that could be maybe a little bit embarrassing, and it may be something that psychologically we choose to ignore rather than address it. What happens if we don't address having a missing tooth or missing teeth.
1: And that's happened a lot recently because of COVID. You know, one, people are afraid to come in. <clears throat> and then there are people who, like me, when I was growing up, I I went to the dentist one time at eight years of age, and I said, I'm never going to go back. So it's a long story why I went to dental school. But between eight years of age and 22, you know, when I'm in dental school, you know, there's people have to overcome certain fears. But what happens is that um, if they don't, maintain a good cleaning sequence where somebody's monitoring their gum tissue health, monitoring decay, they can get to be a dental cripple. They can get decay that, you know, I always say, if it hurts, it's like high blood pressure and glaucoma, it's too late, you know, you know it's, you're, you're too far down the road, you know, most likely to bail it out. You don't want to wait till it hurts. Um, so you want somebody to have a good pair of eyes on it. Even if it's just to go in and have a cleaning, um, and then at that point you know somebody says oh, okay you got this, this needs to be done and, and it may be sticker shock um, it's always good to get a second opinion there are different ways to treat missing teeth and how to replace them some people this day and age they take the path of least resistance and you know, if a tooth looks like it has a lot of decay or oh, just take it out and do an implant well not necessarily or they may have periodontal disease and they say, well, you got periodontal disease, let's take it out and do implants. Well that's you gotta be careful on that one because if you lose a natural tooth due to gum disease, you're gonna lose an implant. And so it's good to get knowledge. Ignorance is not bliss. You you do want to know what's going on.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so you mentioned a lot of different options. I mean we went over dentures, overdentures, implants, partials, bridges. How do we know what's best for the individual?
1: Well, you know, I start out with a medical history. Then we'll come in, and most of the time I ask them, you know, even though I don't do restorative therapy, I'll you know, I work with general dentists or I refer out if somebody doesn't have a general dentist. Uh, but I ask them, "When you know, what is your goal?" And, and it may be, "I want to fix this one tooth." You know, and there's a tons of other things that need to be done. Well, we sort of address that area and then go from there. But you don't want the house to burn up. But you know, and it could be as simple as You know, getting a good cleaning and a a filling, or it could be, you know, I want my teeth straight, you know, and I want to look better. I want that space to go away. You know, you know, Michael Strahan has that diastom between his front teeth, and that's his trademark. You know, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean having your teeth straight as a picket fence or pearly white is for you. And so, what I do is try to help the patient understand where they are, what do they want, first of all, what the need is. And then go from there, and then try to uh, get a, uh, a, a treatment plan or, or an option to tell them this is you know, this is what you should think about. And sometimes they're pretty adamant, and know exactly what they want. And then I try to help them from my point of view to say, okay, this would be a good investment. You know, this would this would look good. And then you know, I'll send a, a note or an email to the to the dentist that's doing the work, and we sort of collaborate. Um, if it's a patient that's come in and doesn't have a general dentist you know I'll sit down with them I say what, you know, where do you, where do you live where do you want to go and then I'll try to you know, get that patient to a person I think will f- help them with their needs it may it may be just a simple filling it may be a resin it could be a veneer and I mean veneers are options and they're like artificial fingernails you know somebody said well I don't like to color of this tooth next to this one you know and this may be a simple fix rather than a full crown you know I'm I have no vested interest in the restorative therapy, so I'm pretty objective about what I can recommend.
0: Yeah, and I think that is peace of mind for the person who may need help with a missing tooth because, you know, you're just a a source of information Mm -hmm. essentially rather than feeling like I'm trying to be sold a procedure or something that I don't necessarily need. So we've gone over a lot of these different options. How much of it is dependent on the, the preference of the patient and how much of it is dependent on the current state of their mouth or yeah. the area of the missing
1: tooth? Yeah, that's a good question because sometimes I always tell patients to get a second opinion you know, if they come to me and they say, this is my treatment plan. They already have a treatment plan. They, I don't know if I want to do this. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, Like I say, it's beauties in the eye of the beholder. What, what are your goals? And then, you know, is this practical for you? And sometimes uh, an operator may say, have a strong uh, preference for certain restorative treatment in their wheelhouse of options. You know, I call it my golf bag of treatment options. They, They have their own special golf bag of options for restorative therapy, and it may not be quite what that patient's looking for, although it looks good and sounds good. Um, you know do they have other options you know it's expensive to do um, say you're, you're a dentalist and say I just want teeth that don't come out at night um, well there are places that you can go and we do them too where you can have implants all implant born they call them all on fours and sometimes it's more than four it has to be like six particularly if you've got a large uh, individual in a a big mouth where the implants are holding this fixed bridging and it doesn't come out. And so you got to have the strength and foundation for it to go into. Well, that's a pretty expensive treatment plan. And, you know, do you have options other than that form of therapy? You know, can you do an overdenture? Um, With teeth being present, you know, do those teeth need to come out and go into a, a, a denture, a overdenture, or all-on-four concept? Uh, it's sometimes the path of least resistance. Oh, yeah, that teeth has some decay. you got periodontal disease. Just take it out and do implants. Well, not necessarily. And, and you know, periodontal disease is a, an ongoing thing. You know, if you can get it under control, their teeth that you know, can be saved that some people are condemning. You know, particularly if a patient is not, what, are you having pain? No. Can you eat okay? Yeah. And they may have some mobility, or they may have some inflammation that looks you know, like oh, they're not going to keep those teeth. And we can treat that, and then make a decision. Oh, do these teeth really need to come out? You know, it's a you know giving the patients options. It's always better to try to keep your natural tooth if you can, but it's predicated upon. You know, medical history, you know, why did they lose the teeth to begin with? You know, are they susceptible to decay? It's not just a simple, oh, yes, take this tooth out and we're gonna do this. You know, there's a reason why they're having a problem, trying to understand that and help the patient understand that because they may come in and say, yeah, I want this all on four fixed well why did you lose the teeth to begin with you know you know are there other options so that 20 years from now the money that you put in this is going to still be there that's what i'm looking at you know short term great you know it's interesting that in when you are in my profession you know if you have decay you fix it you're done you have a crown you fix it you're done you know foundation is a different story and it's an ongoing issue and it's a never-ending battle between you know the ability to remove the the, the, to grow bacteria remove it and how you react to what's left over so whatever's on the top be it crowns fillings bridges implants that individual needs to understand that it's it may look pretty but you got to take care of it because if you don't you're going to lose it and sometimes uh, they're male, well-meaning individuals out there. You know, they say patient comes in, they want to look beautiful. You know, they want a, that Hollywood smile. Is that really for them? You know, And it's always good. Again, get a second opinion.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you just mentioned taking care of it before you lose it. In that respect, you know, once we explore these options, if we have a missing tooth, there's still – maintenance involved after that we still have to do our part right
1: exactly i mean you know i've had some people come in and you know they've had an implant done somewhere else and they'll come back in and say well you got inflammation around that and you Yeah, you gotta do it. this this is how you floss it well i didn't know you had to floss it <laughs> that <it> was titanium <laughs> i said oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know, you'll know, ignore it. You know, floss the things you want to keep. You know, the, the motto is floss the teeth you want to keep. But now we got floss the teeth and the implants you want to keep.
0: Floss the things you want to keep. I like that. That yeah. you should make a sign out of that and have it up in your office if yeah. you don't already. Well, you always leave us, Doctor Singletary, with an action step that we can take. And what would that be for those who may know someone or may be missing a tooth on their own?
1: Well, you know, first of all, assess what your desires are, and get a, a recommendation. And then, it's always good to get a second opinion. It just behooves you to get as much information as you can. You know, once you've get you got a treatment plan, you know, you're not going to hurt anybody's feelings to get a second opinion. And beauty's in the eye of the beholder. It's what you want. It's not necessarily what the operator wants. You know, you decide what you want, and then go from there. But then get a second opinion.
0: That's great advice. And a second opinion is always in your best interest. Well, that will do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. On behalf of Dr. Macon Singletary, I'm Jason Kong. You've been listening to the Gum Guru Podcast. If you want to know more about whether you're a good candidate for dental implants and other options to replace missing teeth, then check out Dr. Singletary's website at NorthRaleighPerio.com. If you have other questions you'd like answered on the Gum Guru podcast, send them to contact at NorthRaleighPerio.com.